Happy Sunday, everybody. Welcome back. We are happy to have you. Today we'll be reading from 1 Samuel chapter 16, verses 5 through 7, and Romans chapter 8, verses 18 through 21, and 26 through 27. I am drinking some pumpkin rooibos tea. Oh, I'm drinking some apple cider tea. Where's your pumpkin uh, rooibos from? It's from Trader Joe's because they're doing all their seasonal stuff right now. Oh, yes. Fun. Um, yeah. So today we'll be reading from the book of Samuel, which recounts the ministry of the prophet Samuel. He focused a lot on restoring law and order and religious, regular religious worship, as well as um, a major theme of honoring the Lord. That was super important to him. And we'll also be reading from Romans, which is written by Paul the Apostle. To the church in Rome, it's the letters like an instructional kind of letter, which is intended to provide guidance to that community. Paul had actually never been to Rome at the time he wrote the letter. He was in Corinth, but um, he also wrote the letters of the Corinthians. Um, so he, kind of simultaneously at the same time. And he refers to everybody as his brothers and sisters, which is a good lesson that we can all take away because there are many examples of him reaching out to people that he doesn't know with caring compassion and treating everyone like they're a family member. Wow, that's a great background. Thanks for filling us in on that. Yeah. And our quote and focus for the week is from um, 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 11. Therefore, encourage one another and build one another up, just as you are doing. A reading from Samuel. Samuel replied, Yes, in peace I have come to sacrifice to the Lord. Consecrate yourselves and come to the sacrifice with me. Then he consecrated Jesse and his sons and invited them to the sacrifice. When they arrived, Samuel saw Eliab and thought, Surely the Lord's anointed stands there before the Lord. But the Lord said to Samuel, Do not consider his appearance or his height, for I have rejected him. The Lord does not look at the things people look at. People look at the outward appearance, but the Lord looks at the heart. A reading from Romans. I consider that our present sufferings are not worth comparing with the glory that will be revealed in us. For the creation waits in eager expectation for the children of God to be revealed. For the creation was subjected to frustration, not by its own choice, but by the will of the one who subjected it, in hope that the creation itself will be liberated from its bondage to decay and brought into the freedom and glory of the children of God. In the same way, the Spirit helps us in our weakness. We do not know what we ought to pray for, but the Spirit himself intercedes for us through wordless groans. And he searches our hearts, knows the mind of the Spirit, because the Spirit intercedes for God's people in accordance with the will of God. So, Maeve, when you chose the readings this week, it reminded me of something, which was... When Dad and I got married, Dad's grandma gave us a Bible as a wedding gift. And on the inside, she wrote, um, when you have problems, you will find your answers here. And both of today's readings remind me of that. Um, the first reading reminds me that God doesn't care about material possessions and physical appearance. God looks at our hearts and our spirit. And just reflecting on this, sometimes I know 
I focus on my own personal appearance and I judge myself and probably honestly judge others. And this is kind of a reset on that we need to focus on our actions and how we treat other people. Do you know what I mean? Yes, definitely. It so how someone looks should not affect how you treat them. The only thing that matters is their heart. And Samuel talks about how God looks at people's hearts and not their outward appearance. And Romans mentions that whoever searches one's heart knows the mind of the Holy Spirit. So these readings both emphasize the importance of knowing someone's heart and not judging based on appearance. It doesn't matter what somebody looks like, but if they have a good heart. And it's like when you're in a bookstore, and I'm super guilty of this, but I just kind of walk by books and I won't even read the back of the book if the cover does not catch my attention, which has me thinking, how many times do I do this in my life with people? How often do I just pass somebody by and not interact with them or get to know them personally? Well, that's a good analogy. I mean, you know, there's the saying, don't judge a book by its cover, but that's easier said than done. Mm -hmm. Um, And this past week, I was listening to the radio and... It was talking about how friendships are formed and how long a friendship takes to form and how people decide to even be friends. It's really interesting because studies have, scientific studies have been done on this. And it was saying, like, it takes 40 to 60 hours to know that you've, like, clicked with someone. And I just thought that was interesting because I think about today's readings and how do I, like, do I give someone a chance? Do I meet someone and give them a chance to get into that 40 to 60 hour window to get to know them. Exactly. And it's, it's going to take time to get to know people because you can't just write them off right away because there's so much depth to every human being. Mm -hmm. And um, in the reading from Romans, um, it talks about how our present sufferings aren't even worth comparing to the glory that will come with eternal life. And we can't even begin to comprehend what this entails. But sometimes when we're dealing with something difficult, it's hard to focus on that. We get distracted and bogged down by life. And the reading points out that we might not know what to pray for, which is reassuring to me because sometimes I feel this way, like especially when things are tough because it's hard to focus on the end game pretty much. And I was wondering, mom, if you ever feel this way and what do you do then? Well, so I do feel as though my prayers are repetitive. I feel like every day I might say, keep me and my loved ones healthy. Keep us safe. Thank you for this. And But then I realize what I do about it is it's okay to pray that way. I think that it's okay to list the things I'm grateful for. Um, I do get overwhelmed by the state of the world. And so I do ask God to intercede like I ask for world peace to end starvation because that's that's like what little I feel I can do sometimes. You feel kind of helpless. So I do ask for world peace and to end war. But then I also seem to add kind of a prayer of gratitude each day because I feel like I'm I'm so blessed. And this room, the reading also, another interesting part of the reading today was you had mentioned earlier that it does remind me to like be open to the Holy Spirit guiding us because God will speak to us through the Holy Spirit. That's kind of comforting. Yeah, that is a great point. And it's it's okay to have repetitive prayers. I think what matters is that we're 
putting in time to build that relationship with God. And it doesn't really matter what that looks like as long as you're taking that time. Mm-hmm. The reading also goes on to say that like the spirit knows our weaknesses and will intercede for God's people in accordance with his plan. So it's okay not to know what to pray for or what to do to follow God's will. And at that point, that's where faith comes in. And sometimes having faith in God and hope that everything will be okay is all we can really do in a situation. And that's tough because a lot of the times we want to have control over the outcome, but the important thing is leaning on our relationship with God. That's that's a really good point about prayer. And sometimes a prayer can simply be two words. Thank you. That could be yeah. just the prayer that you offer up on a given day. So. Yeah. Okay, and now I will uh, end us out with our brief closing prayer. Dear God, you are always with us and help us remember to focus on you and not appearances. Help us see people with the eyes of grace. Fill us with compassion and understanding for others. Help us see what you see in our family, our friends, and even strangers. Amen. Amen.